Welcome to the Conversations with Christine podcast, where we discuss all things content marketing to help you get results from your content marketing efforts. I'm your host, Christine, and welcome to this week's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Christine. Today, I have with me Artif. He is the SEO specialist at Flying Cat Marketing. Let me get his specific title for you. He's the SEO growth consultant at Flying Cat Marketing. And I invited him to speak with us today because... Technical SEO is something that a lot of us tend to forget about. And Artif is doing a lot of great work for Flying Cat Marketing with technical SEO. And I believe that what he has to share will be something that you, my audience, can learn from. So Artif, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Christine. It's great. (laughs) It's great to have you. And I usually start by asking my guests to tell us a little bit more about themselves. So tell us a little bit more about you. Right. Uh, so Christine, uh, to give you a bit more background about myself, uh, mm-hmm. I I didn't start my career as a SEO guy. So uh, this is a even more relevant uh, podcast for me to talk about technical SEO because I, I, I'm not someone who started off my career being technically uh, well-versed per se. So I started right. working as a business analyst, transitioned into a uh, SEO. So it's been a long journey, but to uh, coming back to our uh, talking about myself. So I started my journey working at, working as a link builder for a company called Get My Union. Uh, they okay. had a startup called The College Monk. Uh, they used to provide education, scholarships for US students. So that's how I started my journey. Uh, okay. Previously worked at a fintech company called Razorpay, where uh, it's a hundred million, hundred million dollar company where I was doing SEO for them, and that led me to uh, open open doors with Flying Cat, and right now I'm doing SEO consulting for clients around the globe. So that's about me. Amazing, amazing. That's so interesting. And I like that you said that you didn't really start with that technical SEO background because a lot of us think that, you know, we have to have this this computer science degree or something like that to do technical SEO. But you started as something completely different. And now you're a, a consultant for people around the globe. So that's amazing. So Atif, how would you define technical SEO? Uh, so Christine, uh, I would I would use this analogy of a human body where I would mm-hmm. say uh, just like how we want to ensure our human body functions well, we are able to move, we are able to uh, digest the food that we eat and provide energy to our body. Uh, this is very uh, this is a very similar analogy with how a website works and how Google ranks your website on search. Mm-hmm. Uh, Technical SEO are, a li- no, I wouldn't say a list of items because technical SEO is something that's an endless task where there is always something that you need to be working on to ensure things are on point. But the short mm-hmm. answer is uh, trying to find a path for Google to read and index your site with the least amount of friction possible. That makes a lot of sense. And as you said, it's an ongoing process. So even when we do a technical SEO audit and fix issues this month, we still have to be 
looking at the, the technical SEO over a period of time. It's not just a one-off thing, right? That's right. Okay. So does, does the website host that we use play a major role in how technical SEO can be implemented? Uh, definitely, Christine. Uh, a website host plays a very important role with regards to how your website performs on search with regards to SEO. Uh, I previously mm -hmm. actually also created a LinkedIn post talking about this. So okay. I was working on this client and they were having multiple indexing issues for a long period of time. So mm -hmm. they were creating all this kick-ass content, but it was not really being indexed by search. And when I actually did an analysis of why this is happening, I was able to figure that that uh, host provider that they were using was not on point. Uh, it was creating a couple of issues where when Google bots were trying to reach out to the website to read the content on the website, they were mm -hmm. not able to do so. So they were failed crawl requests. So this wow. spiked up to around 50% at one point of time. And wow. uh, I think uh, at one point, uh, one point in a week, uh, the website was not really... Uh, being uh, Google was not really able to fetch the website itself. Mm -hmm. So that's a big challenge. Uh, mm -hmm. And why is it so concerning is because if, if this continues for a long time, right, uh, Google would be like, hey man, uh, I'm not really able to in, uh, reach out to your website. There are a lot of issues. Uh, I might mm -hmm. rather use my resources spending on another website. So uh, there will be a point where uh, your URLs would start dropping from Google you might not be ranking for a lot of keywords as you were previously so these that's a big red flag that you need to factor it yeah very big red flag because my website is hosted on squarespace and i've been wondering if squarespace you know is affecting the indexing and stuff which which website host would you say is the best to host a website right uh so, uh, Christine, uh, what you're talking, so Squarespace is actually a CMS, uh, it's like a house, I, I like to give it as an example of a house. Uh, when okay. I talk about hosting, it's more to do mm -hmm. uh, like owning a real estate on internet where you actually build your house upon. So CMSs are like your web, uh, WordPress, Webflow, Squarespace, Wix, all of these are your CMSs that help you build a website. But mm -hmm. the host is a play. A host is like a real estate where you actually list your website on the internet. So this oh, okay. yeah. website yeah, had that makes sense. the host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so when you speak about a website host, you mean like GoDaddy and and those type of platforms? Okay, okay, got you, got That's you, right. got you, got you. So out of the available website hosts out there, which would you say is the best? Uh, so uh, I think the. Uh, <laughs> Amazon AWS has been doing really well of late. So that's okay, my preferred. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What are the major elements of technical SEO that we should pay attention to, Atif? So, Christine, uh, technical SEO per se is a very broad topic. So, mm -hmm. I would rather want to look at it like, uh, so I would actually want to bucket it into four, four segments, which is your discoverability, 
crawling, mm-hmm. indexing, and rendering. So I'm also going to touch upon what each of these mean. So when I mm-hmm. talk about discoverability, it's more to do with uh, how is Google actually able to uh, find your website or URLs. Once it's able to find your website, is it able to crawl your website? That's crawlability. Then mm-hmm. there is indexing. Once it, uh, let's say, crawls your website, how is it actually going to prioritize or say uh, this particular content piece is top-notch, A-grade, this particular top quantity is maybe a meh, but it makes sense for it to rank for this keyword. I would probably make it rank for this particular art, uh, keyword at this position, mm-hmm. all of that. So this is where your uh, indexing comes into picture. And then your last bit is with regards to rendering. Is uh, Google able to uh, read the content on your website the way it is actually being showed to a user? So once I actually have a clarity on all these four elements, I would try to break it down and say, are these four elements in check? If not, what is something that's causing a blocker? And then I'll try to deep dive into it. Okay, and everything that you said a while ago sounds very technical. I'm sure the audience is like, what is that? Um, So is it something that you think we can do ourselves or do we definitely have to hire a technical SEO expert? Uh, So Christine, uh, you could definitely do it yourself. It has a certain bit of learning curve to it. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, But this is something that I've learned (laughs) over the ages. So, uh, but that said, uh, for the audience, the uh, easiest way to figure out if there are any technical issues uh, mm-hmm. is with regards to uh, heading over to your search console. There is a coverage tab. That's that's where you will try to find, okay, if Google has any errors, Google is going to report it down for you. So it's going to say these are a couple of errors your website has. Uh, it mm-hmm. would make sense if you could fix it for us. So that's one. Uh, secondly, I would also want to talk about a couple of action items or commonly found technical SEO issues that I've seen uh, people face over the years. So this is very common or generic per se. It might vary from website to website, but Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give a very brief framework. So this should be like a guiding North Star for the audience here. Awesome. 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 Go ahead. So (laughs) the first first thing that I would want to look at is your robots.txt. So robots.txt is a file which helps Google understand what are a couple of URLs which are not necessarily relevant or you do not want them to be indexed or ranked on search. So it could be important uh, pages like your contact form or it could be a irrelevant old post, PDF downloads, and all of that, probably you do not want them indexed on search. So this is where uh, you actually add in these URLs in your robots.txt and ensure they are not crawlable. And okay. Google does a good job in uh, not indexing them, but I've seen multiple instances where uh, people add, uh, while these URLs are also added in the robots.txt, they also include them in their sitemap. So sitemap is a directory of all the URLs which uh, which are present on a website. The reason why you create a sitemap is to actually uh, help Google understand what are all the important pages that you want uh, them to be ranked on search. So these mm-hmm. are actually these are giving like conflicting signals to Google, where at one point you're telling you do not want some pages to be ranked on search. And another mm-hmm. point you're telling them to be ranked. So that's something I would definitely want to check on. 
Uh, additionally, our, there are there are, uh, the next thing I would also want to look at is with regards to your how are uh, when was the last time Google actually crawled your website? Mm-hmm. So within your search console, uh, that you need to head over to your settings tab. There is something called as your crawl stats. So this is where you would get all the info with regards to how often is Google actually coming to your site to read your content? Is it able to read your, let's say, HTML, CSS, your images? Is it able to read them properly? Are there any Mm -hmm. issues that are being highlighted? So that's where you get to know if everything is fine there. Mm -hmm. Um, The next thing that I would want to talk about is with regards to uh, your index, uh, you are uh, index bloat. So this, uh, with regards to your non-indexable URLs being found on the sitemap. So a lot of times people uh, add a no-index tag to URL. So for example, uh, there is a, like, like, a, like, like I just mentioned earlier, there might be a old page or, or there's a page which is irrelevant, but you just want to keep it to show to certain customers on your website. So maybe you just add a no-index tag. So what's mm-hmm. happening? is this particular page uh, gets de-indexed from search, meaning uh, you cannot really find it on search, but then right. uh, you are also including this URL in your sitemap. So that's again a challenge. Mm. So, so basically you have to make sure that whatever you are not indexing is not in your sitemap and whatever you don't want to show in search engines which is not indexing so whatever you have in the the robot text file that you don't want to index it should also not be in the sitemap file so how do we find a robot text file uh so generally uh christine it's your website.com slash robots.txt just by uh adding the adding this you should able be able to find in your robots.txt Okay. And, and go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead. <laughs> okay. So with Google Search Console, right? Google Search Console plays a big part in helping us understand technical SEO issues and dealing with SEO issues. So with Google Search Console, how would you advise a listener to navigate through that platform in order to index their pages and do all of these technical SEO bits? Right. So uh, with regards to uh, your search console as a whole, Christine, it is a very Mm -hmm. powerful tool, which the SEOs have. Uh, So within your search console, there are multiple elements of one of the one, one of the most favorite ones, which people are using a lot these days is the Mm -hmm. URL inspection tool. Uh, So what URL inspection tool does is you could put in a URL of your website, enter on it, and it'll try to tell you, uh, has this particular URL been discovered by Google? Has it been crawled? Uh, Has it been indexed? If it's not been indexed, uh, are there any underlying issues uh, that are actually uh, causing it not to be indexed? So that's one way to actually figure out uh, if there is an issue. The next thing that you could also do here is there is a request indexing button which Google has provided on Search Console. So okay. to, uh, by uh, by requesting indexing, you could send a signal to Google saying this is an important piece that you want it to be indexed on Search. While mm-hmm. uh, off late, uh, there is a 
the so google has been very cautious with uh, with the kind of content it is being indexing on search it mm-hmm. likes to index high quality high quality content uh, it should not be duplicated uh, not plagiarized and all of that uh, mm-hmm. secondly it also tries to look what kind of value is that content providing so there are multiple factors which google considers while indexing so it's a bit of a challenge of late to with regards to indexing uh, uh, there is a lag with how frequently google is indexing uh, these urls and i would try to rectify all of these by ensuring uh, is my sitemap set up uh, right uh, is there uh, how is my robots.txt doing additionally apart from these two things uh, uh, i would also want to ensure uh, there are these pages are not basically orphan pages so when i mm. speak about orphan pages mm. what i'm trying to say is uh, how is google how can a particular Uh, how can the google bots basically identify this particular page how can they discover it and the only way they can do it is actually by interlinking this is where your interlinking comes into play uh, it is an important uh, ranking factor i think that's been told several times with regards mm-hmm. to interlinking so that has to be on point and yeah that's just few things i would want to ensure uh the next thing uh, with regards to search console uh, is there's something called as your coverage so your coverage mm-hmm. report like i just mentioned earlier is where it will show you what are all the urls which uh, google was let's say able to uh, find on its own by let's say crawling mm-hmm. other not just your website but probably crawling other websites trying to uh, and then it tries to discover your uh, urls as well that's one uh, then mm-hmm. it has your uh, urls which are uh, relevant uh, url which you think are important and have you've probably added them in your sitemap so it shows you a breakdown of these two buckets and then mm-hmm. it tells you at what stage are each of these uh, are each of these are there any issues uh, does google think these urls are valid has it been successful in indexing them uh, has it been able to rank on google are there any issues has it uh, are there any 403 issues 404 issues is there something is there uh, issues with canonical tags so this is where all of these things come into play that that's another powerful uh, way to actually identify if there are any technical issues here okay um, the next uh, thing that i would also want to talk the next thing i would want to talk about is with regards mm-hmm. to your mobile usability so it's 2020 mm-hmm. and uh, the last time i checked around 70% of searches in general are done through mobile so it right. is very important that you uh, your website is optimized for mobile so this mm-hmm. is where uh, google say uh, tries to show you how is the content being uh, writ- how does your how does the website's content look on mobile is it uh, are the ctas ctas big enough are they clickable are there any issues when uh, is the uh, is the content being clearly uh, shown to a user when seen on a mobile device and all of those details are shown there uh, the next uh, important element which uh, within search console which is uh, is your core web vital so this is something which came in 2021 uh, it's uh, relatively new uh, mm-hmm. why 
while a lot of SEOs are still on the fence or how a couple of folks think it's important, a couple of folks try to ignore it. So it's more to do with uh, how quickly can, uh, how quickly are you, how, how much time does it take for your mm-hmm. website's page to load? So let's say your website's page takes two minutes to load as opposed to your computer's site, which takes, let's say, 30 seconds to load. Ideally, Google would prefer uh, the website which loads in 30 seconds because uh, the resources which are required is much lesser. It's, it makes Google's work uh, easier as well. Plus, mm-hmm. uh, an important element is with regards to uh, your user experience where uh, people uh, like to, uh, people do not have time. They don't like waiting. So if your <laughs> website takes forever to load, they would just bounce off and go to another site. So these are a couple of reasons why your core web vitals is also important. But yeah, these are just few things which are important with regards to technical SEO. Amen. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so my last question. What tips would you give to listeners to help them implement a technical SEO strategy? I know you went through a lot of stuff a while ago, but are there any specific tips that you would give to those who are new to this thing, don't have a clue about what they're doing um, to help them implement a good strategy? So Christine, for someone who is relatively new and let's say there are a list of technical SEO items, right? My only advice to them would be to think like a product manager. Uh, when I say think like a product manager, uh, product managers are people within organizations who are highly uh, goal-driven. So let's say if there are 10 uh, technical SEO items that we need to work on, they will try to say, mm-hmm. uh, how much time does each element take to actually fix each of this? What is the impact that this is going to drive? Uh, how many resources do I have currently to actually get this implemented? So they mm-hmm. try to add these criteria and then they try to prioritize them. And this is always the case with regards to technical SEO. Uh, you always need to prioritize and understand what is something which uh, with the least amount of effort can bring in the most value to your website in terms of revenue, your bottom line goals and all of that. So that's my advice to the audience. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So is there anything that I have not asked that you think would be relevant to say before we close out? Uh, I think I've spoken a lot today. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very sure with regards to how much our audience would have understood with a couple of technical terms. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I would just advise the audience to not feel intimidated or try to Google as much as possible. Google is your friend. (laughs) You will get that's right you you will probably get answers to all your questions with regards to your technical queries there are a lot of brilliant people out on the internet so that's my advice thank you so much Asif this was a great 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 interview I learned a lot and I hope that the audience learned some stuff too and we'll see you in the next episode bye guys Thank you.